Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. The Joe Pags Show on your radio. Great radio stations across the land, including the American Now stations. On a Tuesday. I, I, crazy train Tuesday. Come on. Great to have you here. Thanks. Lots going on today. Little speech there in the uh, in the House chambers. Joint session of Congress. Little speech. I don't know if you heard about the speech. Heard anything about the, there was a speech in Washington? You hear anything about that, Carrie? Yeah, just a little one this little morning. Speech yeah. By our friend Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel. He, whether people listening like it or not, he's our friend. Israel, whether they like it or not, is our friend. There are some who don't like it. Many get it and do like it. That really doesn't matter. It was a head of state invited by the Speaker of the House to come and speak. He did, and the President of the United States thumbed his nose at it. The administration did not show up and uh, and, and give proper respect to Benjamin Netanyahu. Fifty members of Congress, both senators and members of uh, the House of Representatives, did not show up. They showed disdain. And hatred for our friend Israel and utmost disrespect for our friend Israel. It doesn't matter how he was invited. They should have shown him the same respect they showed to the president of Mexico, Calderon, right? Who came here in 2010 and read the riot act to Arizona and members of Congress. He actually stood there. To a joint session of Congress, and nobody st- you know snubbed him or, or or thumbed their nose at him or walked out or showed disrespect. He actually stood there and railed on Arizona for its law, and railed on our country for how we treat those breaking the law to get here. And he was given standing standing ovations by by many Democrats. Many of the same Democrats who didn't even show up today to go see Benjamin Netanyahu speak to a joint session of Congress. The thing is, my nose starts clearing up, and then as I speak, it gets worse. I think I I should not speak. 
You need to. You must. Plus, I had some doofus. Oh, would you let Carrie speak more? Okay, go. <laughs> no, hey, I didn't say Have it. Have a nice one. Say Have it. a that good guy day. Did. No. I'm going to take a nap. Goodbye. It's your show. You got three Click. hours, buddy. Let's go. Just blow your nose. You can get out of the way. Because I'm not going to talk. Okay. That's good radio. I want people to take note of this because nice. you refuse. <laughs> you refuse to carry the show. I do. I do. I don't want to. Exactly. This you you your, just want to sit there and snipe. It's your show. Hey, where are the pictures of Carrie? I keep on getting that. <laughs> I mean, is it time That's to repost the picture of all of us again? Depends which one. Well, it can't be the one where I look good. It's got to only be no, the ones where you, where you yes, guys look good. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Um, as long as you guys feel good and look good, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to be fine. That's right. Yes. I, because I'm creative like this. Posted on both Facebook and on Twitter, a little play on words. Mm-hmm. Took a picture of Benjamin Netanyahu. His nickname is BB. And uh, and I and I put on the I put a meme on there. Nobody puts BB in a corner. Oh, I saw that. See what I did? I did. That. I See did. See what I did? Dirty very dancing good. reference. See? Yes. Very See? nice. Very nice. Going viral. I bet it is. Either that or I have a virus in my nose. It's one Ooh, or the other. Or it could be both. It's one or the other. I'm not sure. So, um, Benjamin Netanyahu comes to the United States, speaks to a joint session, and um, and just does what our president won't do. He says militant Islam is trying to take over the, the Middle East, and then eventually the entire world. That's what, he, that's what he said, and he's right. He's right in the middle of it. He's our only real friend in the Middle East, and our president... Decided he wasn't going to go, wasn't going to shake his hand, wasn't going to send a representative from the administration. Now, keep in mind, they'll send representatives from the administration to Michael Brown's funeral in in Ferguson. A guy who robbed a store and then attacked a police officer. Seriously. But he won't send somebody across the hall to go and greet the prime minister of Israel. Startling, right? So... The speech happens. It's 40-something minutes long. I'm not going to play the whole speech. But he gets down to the meat of it. Now, he starts out, and he, and he, and he kisses up to the president. The president's helped us out. He's been a friend of Israel, blah, blah. And then he gets into the meat of it. You, you know what? You cannot, you cannot sit idly by and allow Iran to continue this 36-year foray into militant Islam trying to take over an entire region. They are sponsors of Islamic terrorism. They are sponsors of killing of, of Israelis, of of Americans, of innocent Muslims. They are uh, sponsors of killings of journalists and Christians and so on. You cannot make a deal with them. The deal will not work. The deal will not work. And he's getting standing ovations. Of course, he's getting standing ovations, but he's not getting anything from the 50 members of Congress, both senators and, and representatives who weren't there. And the points that he's making are just right on. Bam, bam, bam. He's just not even mincing words. As John, John Kara is over, where is he, Geneva or somewhere? He's over yeah, in some freaking place. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's over there in Geneva sitting down with Iran as if they're going to like like be our buddies now. And he said one line that really jumped out at me. He said, you have to stop the mentality that we used to have because, frankly, the enemy of our enemy is our enemy. 
And he's right. When we would say the enemy of our enemy is our friend, that means we, we ended up befriending Iraq because they were the enemy of our enemy, Iran. And guess what? Saddam Hussein still turned out to be a piece of garbage. And then the enemy of our enemy, the Soviet Union, was the Mujahideen. And a member of the, of, the, of the Mujahideen who financed a lot of it was the Bin Laden family. Turned out the enemy of our enemy was our enemy. He's right. The enemy of our enemy is certainly our enemy. Now, I'm going to pull out a little bit of the end of the speech, let you hear it, because a lot of you are at work today and you get to hear it. And then I'm going to open up the phone lines and I want to hear your thoughts on it. If you've got some hatred or disdain for Israel, feel free to bring it. I'm actively trying to get, um, he's a local rabbi, uh, Rabbi Scheinberg on. He was in that movie, The uh, Four Blood Moons, with me, which uh, opens on May 23rd around the country, 800 theaters. You can go to fourbloodmoons.com or fourbloodmoonsmovie.com and uh, and go check it out. We're going to have Pastor Hagee on soon to talk about that as well. But um, I don't understand why what Benjamin Netanyahu did today somehow brings disdain or fear or hate from members of Congress or even people who, who are Americans. This is our friend. Whether you like it or not, this is our friend. The only local friend, uh, the only friend we have in that region in the Middle East. I don't know that we could that we could uh, actually trust that anybody else in that region is our friend. I mean, they are one day, the next day they're not. 1-800-383-9624. We come back, I'll have a, a few segments of what the, the Prime Minister of Israel had to say today. I'll hear arguments about why you're happy your representative or senator didn't go. I'll hear discussion about why you're unhappy they didn't go. I'll hear um, comparisons and, const- and contrasting to this and how the president's treated. I've seen a lot of that on my Facebook today. But, I mean, your thoughts about a leader, it was a very Winston Churchill-like speech, whereas President Obama is acting like Neville Chamberlain. Chamberlain was wrong in the day, just as Obama is today. Netanyahu is right, just as, just as Churchill was. It's really that simple. If you don't know who these people are, look them up. 1-800-383-9624 or JoePags.com. Back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you here. Welcome. It is the Joe Pag Show. 1-800-383-9624, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot com. Uh, Going to go through the list of uh, of who didn't show up today. I- I've already tweeted some of these idiots and and told them your, your hatred, your hatred for Israel and Benjamin Netanyahu was apparent and you should be voted out. And that includes Joaquin Castro in San Antonio. That includes Lloyd Doggett, San Antonio slash Austin. That includes these far left-wing Democrats that weren't even respectful enough to sit there. It includes Sheila Jackson Lee, far left-wing Democrat from Houston. It includes them. It includes Al Franken, far left-wing Democrat, not very funny, former joke writer from Minnesota. It, it, it includes these people. This is this is the worst political play I've ever seen, and it's going to blow up in their faces. They should not have done this, but they did. Here's the complete list of who did not go today. 
They're all Democrats. Al Franken, Minnesota. Martin Heinrich, New Mexico. Tim Kaine, Virginia. Patrick Leahy, Vermont. Bernie Sanders, allegedly an independent from Vermont, but he caucuses with the Democrats. Brian Schatz, Hawaii. Elizabeth Warren, Massachusetts. Sheldon Whitehouse, Rhode Island. They're all senators. These are the House members. Karen Bass, California. Earl Blumenauer, Oregon. You hear me every day, Portland. Here's your guy. Wasn't respectful enough to sit there and just listen. They didn't have to clap. They didn't have to do anything. Corinne Brown, Florida. You hear me every day, Florida. G.K. Butterfield, North Carolina. Every day, North Carolina. You hear me. Are you represented by this person? Did they properly represent you today? Lois Capps, California. Andre Carson, Indiana. Joaquin Castro, Texas. Embarrassing. Oh, yes, that's the twin brother of Julian Castro, the, the um, what is he, the, the, the HHS? No, HUD, he's the HUD, uh, the HUD secretary. He used to be the mayor of San Antonio. I've interviewed him a billion times. His brother Joaquin's afraid of me. He's scared to death to come on this program and stand behind what it is he says and what it is he does. Catherine Clark, Massachusetts. William Lacey Clay, Missouri. James Clyburn, South Carolina. Emmanuel Cleaver, Missouri. Steve Cohen, Tennessee. Bonnie Watson Coleman, New Jersey. Are you represented by these people? Are you proud today? Or would you like to get some answers? John Conyers, Michigan, far left-wing Democrat. Elijah Cummings, Maryland. Danny Davis, Illinois. Peter DeFazio, Oregon. Diane DeGette, or Diana DeGette, Colorado. Lloyd Doggett, Texas. Rosa DeLauro, Connecticut. Donna Edwards, Maryland. Chaka Fatah, or Fatah, I don't know, Pennsylvania. You hear me every day, Pennsylvania. Come on. Keith Ellison, imagine that, from Minnesota. There you go, Minnesota. You got quite a few in there, Minnesota. You got to start straightening some stuff out here. Marsha Fudge, Ohio. Raul Grijalva, I don't know how you pronounce it, from Arizona. Luis Gutierrez, Illinois, should be embarrassed. Eleanor Holmes Norton, D.C., should be embarrassed. Um, Eddie Bernice Johnson, or maybe Edie Bernice Johnson, not sure, from Texas, should be embarrassed. Marcy Kaptur, Ohio. Rick Larson, Washington. Barbara Lee, California, basically all saying... I have no respect for Israel nor its leader. John Lewis, Georgia. Dave Lobsack, um, Iowa. Zoe or Zoe Lofgren, California. Betty McCollum, Minnesota. Way to go, Minnesota. You're in there again. Woo! Jim McDermott, Washington. Jim McGovern, Massachusetts. Jerry McNerney, California. Gregory Meeks, New York. It's embarrassing. Gwen Moore, Wisconsin. Beto O'Rourke, Texas. Donald Payne, New Jersey. Chili Pingree, Maine. You hear me every day, Maine. Let let this person know. Is it Chelly? I don't know how you pronounce it. David. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Price, North Carolina. Cedric Richmond, Louisiana. Jan Schakowsky, Illinois. Should be embarrassed. Adam Smith, Washington. Embarrassing. Betty Thompson, Mississippi. Mike Thompson, California. Um, John Yarmouth, Kentucky. All of you should be embarrassed. All of you should be voted out. All of you should be recalled for dereliction of duty. 
You couldn't stand there? You couldn't sit there quietly? You couldn't sit on your hands? You listened to Nancy Pelosi? You listened to Barack Obama? They told you what to do and you had to do it? Embarrassing. And when the president of the, the then president of, of Mexico showed up in, in the House chambers, and they decided, or he decided, to attack our laws, attack our border, attack our, our DHS, attack our policies, you clapped. And even when the Republicans didn't want to clap with you, they at least were respectful enough to be there. It was embarrassing to see that guy attack our laws and attack our country as 10 to 20 million of his own citizens are in this country benefiting from it. And you all sat there. You couldn't sit there for for Netanyahu today? Really? Disgusting. 1-800-383-9624. Let me start taking some phone calls here. It's Colin or Colin, line two. What is it, Colin or Colin? Colin, what's going on? Talk to me. I can't hear you. Put your mouth on the phone, dude. I can't hear you. Put your mouth on your phone. I can't hear you. Put your mouth on the phone. Now I call back. Your your phone sucks. Carrie, that's the first sucky phone call we've gotten today. I know. It's pretty bad. Colin from from, uh, from Minnesota. Hmm. Uh, perhaps all of those representatives and senators that didn't show up today were somehow blocking his phone call because it <laughs> sounded horrible. That could be a possibility. Right back at Steve is in uh, New Braunfels, Texas. What's going on, Steve? Hi. Hey, hey Joe. I uh, followed you all the way from Lansing. Remember you from your TV days there. Cool, man. Right that's awesome. Thanks. Hey, um, it's it just unbelievable. I, I listened to the speech. I was uh, really mesmerized. I thought it was one of the most powerful speeches by a, a world leader that I've heard in a very, very long time. But you brought, what I really wanted to bring up was the vitriolic response by the Democrats afterwards. I was, I was just absolutely shocked and appalled. And, and quite frankly, embarrassed that our representatives would say some of the things that they said after the speech. And, and I was wondering what your thoughts were. I didn't spend a lot of time seeing what these idiots said after the speech. I was busy listening to the speech and getting ready for the show. Do you just paraphrase a couple for me? Uh, go back home. <laughs> was one go, go, they were telling them go back home. Yes. Well, that's it ridiculous. Was, it was unbelievable. And, and I will tell you this. Now that I am a, 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 a replanted Texan, uh, formerly from Michigan, but uh, Mr. Castro, uh, you are representing us. And we will remember this when it co- comes time to vote for our elected leaders again. And for the congressmen and senators who decided uh, that it's okay for, as you mentioned before, for the Mexican president to come in and lecture us on our own immigration laws, and yet to disrespect uh, and to send a message to one of our only allies in the Middle East like they did, it's, we'll remember this when it comes time to vote for our elected representatives again. Uh, count on it. And I hope that people really do heed those words. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. I hope that people really do remember what happened here. I hope that people really do. Because i got to tell you something. Um, there has to be there have to be consequences to the actions of those who are supposedly representing us. Now, keep in mind, everybody who didn't go, everybody on that list I just read, all of those people represent people listening to my voice right now. Every one of them covers a an area of this country 
that can hear my voice right now. So many of you were not properly represented today. Many, because again, this isn't about Joaquin Castro. This isn't about Lloyd Doggett. This isn't about Sheila Jackson Lee. This isn't about Keith Ellison. This isn't about Al Franken. This is, this is not about them. It's about the people they're there to represent. They think it's about them. It's not. It's about the district that took the chance on them and sent them to represent their thoughts. Now, unless somebody can correct me and tell me that the entire state of, of Minnesota didn't want Al Franken to go, then I'll shut up. Fill me in. Or that the entire state of Texas or the San Antonio slash Austin area of Texas slash Houston area of Texas did not want our representative to sit there and listen to, to, to Benjamin Netanyahu. I'll listen. But that's not the case. I know better. 1-800-383-9624. Much more to come. Stay here. Joe Pags. program thanks the joe pag show great radio stations all over the place including the american now stations it's been just about a year since i got back in the gym and started working out again and i uh, took a picture yesterday which uh i would consider an after picture uh, I, I took before pictures before i went back in the gym and um and, and now i've got the after picture and the difference is startling but the thing is, Carrie, after the last video I posted, mm-hmm. and after the, the the last couple of pictures I posted, yeah. I got so much jealous hate mm-hmm. from so many mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a couple of gay men ask me about you know uh, how I how I am in bed. And right. then uh, there were a lot of women who were you know just really a little bit out of line. Calm down, ladies. I know. I, you know, I, I got to tell you though, there was so much hate by so many men, and it really was the men. I don't think there was one woman. Who is hateful or rude? Right. But the men were all, oh, 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 you know, oh, they just, whatever. There's so, so I mean, jealous. so I will not post a shirtless picture uh-huh. of myself. But, um, but I, let me just say this: I'm kind of happy with the results. I bet. I think we should see. No, I no. Think. Who cares what the haters no, no. think? That's never. It's Who not going to happen. No. I, I'm, I'm considering maybe posting it on my personal page. There you go. Okay. But then, I mean, then people, because there are a few listeners there, and I don't know, they're, they're like grandfathered in. Hmm. I would almost have to get rid of them and no. then do it and then keep it private. I, I don't know. Either that or don't post it. I'd just no. be happy oh, with it myself. I think you should. Yeah. I want to see it before Oh, no, 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 no. I, no. I'm not going to. No. I mean, yeah, no. 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 All right. Hello. Did you see the idiots on the I stupid did. leg press I one? I know. I know. But you I mean, don't care anymore, God, right? Who I cares what never, they think? I have never seen more experts. It turns out <laughs> I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> of course. It turns out going to the gym and lifting weights and, and doing cardio every day and eating right, that's not the right way. Right. It turns out the the most knowledge that there is available in getting healthy, getting in shape, mm-hmm. eating right, is just by being a fat ass sitting behind a computer. Well, I did it not know that. It turns out if you have the internet, you are automatically an <laughs> expert on an everything. Expert. That's right. I, I did, oh, yeah. I did not know that. I've heard from those people. Did not mm. know that. All right. So it's um it's 1-800-383-9624. So suffice it to say, I'm not going to post that mm. on my fan page with a quarter of a million people looking at it. At least your personal page. I think you should. Maybe. I think there's a maybe there. No, because people can, can grab like it and they can do whatever support. they want with it. I don't, I, I I don't know. know about that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I think you should. I don't know. You should. I'm you just should saying it's pretty startling. Uh, see, yes, and that you have to do that for your friends and family. Be, we want to see. Should, no, I, guess so. I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no. I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Now, now uh, Karina, if you can, give me that picture of the four of us again. Can, can you can you update the picture of me so it's not from 1998? Karina is really good with that. We've taken the four people and putting the picture in, in the thing. Mm-hmm. I'll post that again because people again on the fan page on the Twitter want to see what you people look like. Mm-hmm. They don't really care about what I look like. They we've all seen you. you have tons of pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Picture after picture. <laughs> oh. uh, you're doing half reps on the leg press. So so there you go. Let me get back to the phone. Actually, before I go to the phone lines, let me give you a little bit of this speech. A part of the speech that I think really jumped out at me from um, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu at a joint se- session of Congress where 50 members purposely didn't go. Purposely didn't go. And I've given you the list of who didn't go. It's on my Facebook page. It's on my Twitter page now. I want you to go and check them out. Just go to at Joe Talk Show on Twitter. Um, or facebook.com slash Joe Talk Show. Already getting messages, already getting tweets. Hey, where's that list? I want to see that list. Um, I've got the list available. It's on my Facebook page. Go there, like the page, and then uh, make fun of how I don't know how to work out right, and then go see the list and see if your representative or your senator is on there, okay? Uh, Let me give you a piece of the speech from today that really jumped out at me. This deal would whet appetite, would only whet Iran's appetite for more. Would Iran be less aggressive when sanctions are removed and its economy is stronger? If Iran is gobbling up four countries right now while it's under sanctions, how many more countries will Iran devour when sanctions are lifted? Would Iran fund less terrorism when it has mountains of cash with which to fund more terrorism? Why should Iran's radical regime change for the better when it can enjoy the best of both worlds, aggression abroad, prosperity at home. Again, he's talking about the deal that's being brokered right now by John Kerry in, um, in, in Geneva, Switzerland. A deal that President Obama seems desperate to get done. For some reason, he wants to give Iran the ability to, to make nuclear power, which, of course, they're going to try to parlay into nuclear um, weaponry. He wants to, for some reason, take the sanctions off of this rogue, militant Islamist nation. He wants to somehow reward the nation for for uh, what it did 36 years ago, taking over our embassy and, and becoming completely and utterly Islamic and, and militant radical Islamic. He wants to reward this country for the killing of people in the street when, when, uh, when the hierarchy, the mullahs and the imams, did not like the outcome of the election a few years ago. For some reason, the president wants this to be his legacy, that he made a deal with Iran. Why? I beg for the knowledge to know why. That's what he wants. More of the speech now. And again, I mean, he makes great points. If you take the sanctions off, does that mean Iran will, will be less likely now to back and support radical Islamic terrorism? Are they going to be with piles of cash and no restrictions? That's going to make them more peaceful? It doesn't make sense. This is a question that everyone asks in our region. Israel's neighbors, Iran's neighbors, know that Iran will become even more aggressive and sponsor even more terrorism when its economy is unshackled and it's been given a clear path to the bomb. And many of these neighbors say they'll respond by racing to get nuclear weapons of their own. So this deal won't change Iran for the better. It will only change the Middle East for the worse. 
A deal that's supposed to prevent nuclear proliferation would instead spark a nuclear arms race in the most dangerous part of the planet. This deal won't be a farewell to arms, it would be a farewell to arms control. And the Middle East would soon be crisscrossed by nuclear tripwires. And the question that arises when you hear his, his very direct tone, his very direct questions and statements, is why is it that we're trying to broker this deal? Does the president think that we somehow are going to say, wow, great job in getting a deal done with Iran? We have been brought up in a day and age where we don't like Iran. We get that they don't like us. They chant death to America in their streets there. They want Israeli blood to be flowing in in the streets. How exactly is this going to benefit anybody except Iran? A region where small skirmishes can trigger big wars would turn into a nuclear tinderbox. If anyone thinks... If anyone thinks this deal kicks the can down the road, think again. When we get down that road, we'll face a much more dangerous Iran, a Middle East littered with nuclear bombs, and a countdown to a potential nuclear nightmare. Ladies and gentlemen, I've come here today to tell you we don't have to bet the security of the world on the hope that Iran will change for the better. We don't have to gamble with our future and with our children's future. We can insist that restrictions on Iran's nuclear program not be lifted for as long as Iran continues its aggression in the region and in the world. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, he got a lot of long applause. And the guy makes so much sense. It's just, it makes your, it makes your face hurt to know that, that we, for some reason, are kowtowing. We, for some reason, are, are rationalizing. We, for some reason, are kissing the ass of. Um, the radical militant Islamists in that area, in that region of the world. Well, we've got our friend going, hey, hey, it's us, Israel. What the hell's going on? Before lifting those restrictions, the world should demand that Iran do three things. First, stop its aggression against its neighbors in the Middle East. Second... Ask him much. Not even a little bit. Stop its aggression. Wow. That's a tough one. Second, stop supporting terrorism around the world. Here's another one. Why? Wow, that's that's a tough one to ask for, huh? Stop sponsoring and supporting terrorism, okay? I got you. And third, stop threatening 
to annihilate my country, Israel, the one and only Jewish state. You'll notice Israel is, is never threatening to annihilate Iran. Israel has the nuke. I mean, they're not threatening to annihilate Iran. It's only, it's only the other way around. Why is that? Why, and why is that okay? And why are those three things so hard to understand? Why are those three things somehow out of line? I don't think they are. Your thoughts, 1-800-383-9624. Joe Pags back after this. Joe Pags. Great to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. Joe Pag Show on your radio. 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Back to the phone lines. Let me see where you are on this. Armando is in Houston. Hi, Armando. What's going on? Hey, how you doing, Joe? Living the dream, man. What's happening? Uh, hey, I live here in good old Houston, you know, and uh, it's quite a metropolitan town. All different kinds of people from all over the place. But right. Real simple, you know. I, this whole thing was, you know, I'm just particularly irate with, you know, the Castro, one of the Castro twins. I mean, not that I would expect anything less from him, but the point is is that when you're in a, an elected official, you're supposed to be professional, okay? I did almost 21 years in the, in the military, Army, and I retired. And, you know, even when you didn't uh, respect or really care for a leader, you still sat and listened because you could learn something. Now, in the case of these elected officials, it's really simple. Okay, all of them are misguided, number one, because somewhere along the way they think that a Muslim country, such as Iran, who has hated us since the 70s, since, you know, the Ayatollah Khomeini and the hostage situation with Carter, okay, it's, it's no love lost. Simple. Okay. Why do we try to, you know, negotiate with them? Number one, they're Muslim. They're not changing anytime soon. Okay. And... Out of all my years in the military, two tours in Iraq this time around, I was in the first Gulf War, all that good stuff. Now, okay, Islam is Islam. You're not changing that. They will always try to destroy Israel. How do you negotiate with a hungry dog when you happen to be the only meat that's available for them to eat? It's never going to happen. And I don't understand why our... Um, elected officials seem to think that, oh, yeah, we can negotiate with them or we're on their side. Like, if there's somehow they are going to be exempt the day, you know, for example, if Iran gets nuclear arms and then, you know, they go crazy and build up an arsenal and start World War III. It's, you know, highly unlikely, but do these people really think that we're going to be exempt? They hate us just as much as they hate Israel. Bottom line is, you're elected officials, you're elected to be professional, go in there, sit down, because to me this is just completely and totally unprofessional. They should be drummed out of office right away and put somebody else there. Well, Armando, I'm with you. I mean, you and I, you and I absolutely agree, and I appreciate the phone call. I appreciate your service. Um, you know, the whole question of, you know, they're Muslims and, and you know, the rabid dog and the, the only meat is Israel. Look, I get all that except... You really can coexist. 
you don't have to be the same religion. I realize that Muslims want everybody to be Muslim. I, look, I'm Christian. I want everybody to be Christian. It just depends on how we go about trying to achieve that. And if the, in the, if the way to achieve that through the eyes of Iran or ISIS or Hezbollah or Hamas or, or these other radicalized countries um, and radicalized groups, if the only way to achieve that is to kill anybody who won't do it, well, that's the problem here. That's the problem. And you have to head that problem off at the pass. You don't sit down and say, hey, we'd like to negotiate with you. I know that you've been, um, uh, you've been you know, sponsoring terrorism. You've been behind the deaths of Americans and Israelis and Christians in the region and everything else. I know that you're funneling money to Hezbollah or Hamas or ISIS or al-Qaeda or somewhere in between. I know that, you, that you're a big supporter of the Taliban. Look, I, I, we get all that. But let's sit down and have some coffee and let's you know, break bread and everything's going to be all good. And, and that's just never going to happen. When you've got a radical group, a militant Islamist group like, like Prime Minister Netanyahu said today, you've got a group that only knows either complete and absolute isolation or death. That's it. The last thing you want to do is put that group or that country or that management, that government, on the path to getting the most deadly weapons available on earth and those of you who think well we have the bomb why can't iran have the bomb because we're the good guys and if you don't get that then you need to go back and watch my video on american exceptionalism we're the good guys we have the bomb but we only used it to kill the aggressor and i know there's some that wanted to use it in china wanted to use it in vietnam and everything else we we only used it for the better good. I know 70,000 you know, dead Japanese didn't think it was the better good. But here we are, you know, 60, 70 years later, and it was for the better good of the world. And we still have it. And we're not, you know, every other weekend dropping a bomb on somebody. That's not going on. Iran would use it to obliterate and just completely eliminate Israel. Gone. Israel's got the bomb. Why aren't they using it? Use your brain. Really be smart here. These representatives should have gone. They should have listened to what he said. And then they should have left there and said, okay, at least we went and we showed respect like Armando said. Some probably should have left there and said, hey, Mr. President, Mr. Secretary of State, let's stop this BS sitting down and talking to Iran until they fly straight. We shouldn't even acknowledge that they exist. And if they even saber rattle, we should make them dead. We've got to be smart here. You can't be never, uh, Neville Chamberlain. If you don't know what that reference means, look it up. Study World War II. Find out why Churchill was such a great leader. 1-800-383-9624. Right back at it. It is Bob. Actually, let me go to Jason in San Antonio. Hi, Jason. What's going on? Hey, yes, Joe. I'm a longtime listener, and I love the way that you brought to light how these individuals sat before while a Mexican president pretty much damned our legitimacy, our constitutional legitimacy through state rights in the Arizona bill that was passed when that was up and heated and debated. And I wonder how many of these, out of these 50 individuals were in office at that time that stood up and applauded with the rest of the Democrats. I would bet, I would bet just about all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I find it interesting because the way that you, that you portray all this and how, do they really represent? I think another question is how disconnected is our government in Washington from the rest of the nation? I mean, how many, uh, whether you're Jewish or not, 
Well, whatever your religion, or if you don't have a religion, you can't legitimately see this as being a realistic approach to things. I mean, it's almost like our post-World War One approach to the world and how it led some of the things that, that were not done or done that led to World War II, almost inevitably. And we do these same things today. We pull out of Iraq premature with no exit yeah. plan. We, what are we into right now? We are borderline entering it again. No, I, I got it. No, Jason, you're, you're right, and I got to run here, but you're absolutely right. Much more of this when we come back. Stay on the Joe Pag Show. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Joe Pag Show. Call 210-737-1200 or 800-383-9624. And now, Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations across the land, including the American Now stations. From San Antonio on a Tuesday. Sometimes why? Come on! Let's go! You want the list of those 50 that didn't show up today? Senators and members of uh, the House of Representatives, stop by. JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on the Facebook link and uh, go like the page. Scroll down just a little bit. And um, you'll see uh, we'll have uh, coverage of Benjamin Netanyahu's speech, including a full list of those who disrespected our friend Israel. And, uh, and I actually posted the entire list. If you scroll down one more, there's the entire list. Been shared by 135 people so far. Make sure you go in there and go share it, go move it around, go kick it around, do what you want. Now, Carrie, it's not considered sexual harassment because you said yes, right? Right. Yes, 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 yes. I did say yes. People right now have no idea right. what we're talking about. <laughs> this is sounding really bad. Well, it, it, was, it was, do you want to see the before and the after picture? Yes. And you yes. said, yeah, I guess, whatever. Yes. And it's not me naked or anything. It's just, you know, no, me without a shirt on. No, 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 nothing like that. And, and so, I mean, can you imagine the trouble that would cause if I posted that? I know, especially on your fan page. A lot of love. Ain't going to happen. A lot of hate, I think. Oh, there would be so much hate. Out there. Yeah. Narcissist. Yeah. So yeah, into yeah. yourself. Oh, all Such that. an ego. Yep. All that oh, wait, wait, and more. What, what, oh, oh, then I have to hear how fat I am. Yeah. Oh, you're a fat ass. Why don't you do some cardio? Why don't you do some sit-ups? <laughs> it's ter- it's ter- Let's just terrible. say this. Without showing the picture to the people, would you agree that I kind of went from a keg to a, to what's well closer to a six-pack? Definitely. You can tell a big difference in that it before and after It took a freaking year. Picture. There better be a damn difference. Yeah, there is. <laughs> a year of struggling. Is. I was very impressed. But there's so much hate. I know. Over, you know. I you know, know what I, mean? I know. Yeah, don't do it on your fan page. Don't do it. I don't it's think I even do it on my it. personal page, to be honest with you. Well, I think you should do that. I think nah, so. I don't think so. I don't know. Friends and family. You think? Really? I think so, yeah. You're going to get a lot of love and support from that. But the fan page, eh, I, I Okay, wouldn't. so I've got the new picture of the four of us. And it's all the pictures that you guys like. I mean, Karina's got like a... Did you just now take that picture, Karina? 
Was that a recent picture? Was that just now? You just now took that? No, I took it um, maybe a couple, a few weeks ago, a month or so. And you know, know. Pe- you know people are going to say, what is Polo in the bathroom? He wanted <laughs> you- to use that picture. All right. <laughs> and, and Carrie, you look great. Now, don't get me wrong. You look absolutely great, but it's a little bit blurry because we had to zoom in on it to get you, uh, the other person There was out. no zoom on that. It was taken with the no, cell there phone. Was a, there's there was a, a, What are you talking hello? about? Well, let me finish. Oh, it's, you, was, it's you and somebody oh, else. Oh, that's right. Oh, I thought and you were talking we about something else. that other person out. Yeah, that, that is true. A good friend. There was one. a zoom in on that, but yeah. you look great. Okay. How come I didn't get the fuzzy filter? I want the fuzzy filter. <laughs> it's not a filter. All right, so I'm going to post that. Now, Paul, you're okay with me posting you in the bathroom? I guess. I mean, I don't even. I don't know if I was in the bathroom in that picture. Well, where the hell are you that has tile like that? You got that just in your in your house in your apartment? No, I, I don't remember where I was at. I in think you're in the bathroom. Maybe. I think, and we actually it looks like you might be going to the bathroom. <laughs> does no. not. It's it was, holding your phone, not. going to the bathroom. I think it was at a venue that that I was DJing at. It was at the, in the bathroom at a venue? No, I think it was like their, their uh, whatchamacallit. Um, I just want to make sure that you guys are all cool with me posting that. <laughs> I don't care. Because lately, I've been getting a lot of this. So where are the pictures of Carrie? <laughs> I actually got this over the weekend. I came and I liked your fan page just to see the pictures of Carrie. <laughs> I guess they thought I would have a folder. Pictures of eating at McDonald's. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's, Here's Carrie going to the movies. No folder. I don't have that. No. You have to understand, I'm the narcissist in chief on the show. True, yes. So if there's going to be an ego and a bunch of pictures, it's going to be me. Oh, all If there's of going that, to be yeah. a cartoon caricature as the profile picture, it'll be my big fat head. Which, that was really cool, too. I love that. Rick comes through like that. a champ. He's like, you know what? People are giving you a hard time, and he and he uh, he made this. Little, <laughs> that's so great. I didn't ask him to. He just and I said, dude, can I post that? That's pretty awesome. That is. That's a really great picture. I love that. Although he made my muscles look a little bit a little bit too small, my head look a, bit, oh, a little bit too big. Really? My head is not that much bigger than my body. It's a caricature. I mean, come on now, come on. So you're saying my head is that disproportionate well, to my body? No, I am saying you have a big head. Yes, but. Come on. It's huge. My head is huge. <laughs> you can admit good, it. That's okay. It's a good picture. All right, I'm like going to post it. the picture. No, no, what do you guys want me to write on the post? Uh, no, you're at work family. Yeah, no, I'm not going to write that because I'm not a chick. <laughs> the people I'm not a girl. I love I'm not the most at work. Oh, my God. No. Here are my the besties. people I have to deal with <laughs> nice. on a daily basis. Deal with on a daily basis. Wow, that's nice. Stop. Asking me to post pictures of Carrie. And now they got all of us. There you go. All right. And there you go. I, I, look, I think it's a good picture. It, it would, certainly, I got to tell you something. I mean, the show kind of sucks, but we've got the best looking crew. <laughs> Can we admit no, that? The show doesn't suck. It's pretty good, I think. Nah, I wouldn't go that it's far. I would bad. say that just a little bit better than suck. Okay. All right. Well, that's okay with me. So there, there you go. So there it is. Uh, I, uh, and now, um, I, th- I believe, and I didn't ask for this, and Karina probably thinks that I wanted this, but my name is larger than the rest of your names. <laughs> I believe I did that. not ask for it to be that way, but my the letter, the font is bigger on this my is name. This true. 
Probably to make it more proportionate with the size of my head. There you go. That's why. I can hear it already. I'd have, I haven't even looked at any any of the comments yet. They're going to start coming in. Carrie's so beautiful. Look at Karina's so beautiful. <laughs> Nothing what's wrong pulling, with that. What's pulling the bathroom? Well, you know, some Pat, of the what girls. What is that, Photoshop I mean, your Joe, fat head? Oh, Joe, your eyes. You're so handsome. It's my mom. That's <laughs> <laughs> my mama. I've got three sisters, so, you know, it could be them, too. Okay, a couple. All right, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of, uh, of Israel, came here. And did a real Winston Churchill-type speech, got right to the point, said he called a spade a spade. He called militant Islam what it is. And the entire time, we had um, we had the administration, like, trying to figure out what to say. I mean, I didn't miss this, right? But Marie Harf showed back up, didn't she? Mm-hmm. And she was saying what? And she was saying that, that he didn't say anything new? Or he, he should not have done what he did? Well, I know that's or? what the president was saying today. I mean, honestly, he didn't say anything new. I've never heard the president say anything that that Netanyahu said. I've never heard him say any of that, any of it, be honest with you. Oh, by the way, uh, for those in and around or even far away from San Antonio, if you've got a cell phone law, did you see that they they showed how many cell phone tickets they gave out already? Yes, I sure did. Lots of money. I mean, big time. Mm -hmm. Do we have anything? That suggests that um, that that cell phone law has changed how many accidents we normally would have. Mm, no, we don't have any. We don't have that. No, but we do, in fact, have have. I mean, just doing quick math off top of my head, you're looking at about two hundred fifty thousand dollars in one month. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars in about one month. For the, the the new cell phone law, if you touch your cell phone, I I, I actually passed the cop today on the road. Mm-hmm. I'm not Carrie. I'm not kidding. What? When I passed him, I looked at my cell phone and I went, "Nah, nah, what you gonna do?" <laughs> and then he he did nothing, right? Well, he couldn't I mean, do anything. Yeah. his hands were tied. He was like, "I touch you were it. Looking touch at the it. phone. Touch the phone. I dare you." <laughs> you he was like, "I it. dare you." I'm like, "No, no you shut up." <laughs> Double dog dare you. I mean, honestly, there's something wrong. With um with this Marie Harf, I, I don't understand. I, I really don't. I, I don't I don't get this person. And why do they keep putting her out there? Don't know. I I I don't. I mean, she keeps on going out there. Um, I guess she said just yesterday she's incredibly disappointed by what Netanyahu might say. How can you say that before you even hear what he mm-hmm. said? I don't get That's it. Not fair. This was, she said, I am incredibly disappointed by what he might say tomorrow. What? I don't understand it. And and they keep on trucking her out there like she's somebody. I mean, she's like the State Department's Joe Biden. Let's put her out there to say something stupid and it'll distract from everything that's really going on. I'm incredibly disappointed by what he might say tomorrow. I, I, I I'm telling you. I'm not even making it up. And, and I wish I were. I mean, it'd be funnier, I guess, if I did uh, make it up. And then she says something about most experts agree on something. Most experts agree we have halted Iran's nuclear program, is what she said. Really? Who are these experts? That's my question. I'd like to talk to them. Most, this is, it's a quote from, from Barf, uh, Harf. Most experts agree we have halted Iran's nuclear program. Oh, 
there's, I just noticed the footnote. Mm-hmm. All the experts live in Iran. Oh, yeah. yeah so they're they're pretty uh... clear. They oh, nothing to see here. Hmm, right. We're, I'm an expert. We've halted it. We're good. Right. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Yes, I posted the picture of the four of us. Go check it out. Facebook dot com slash Joe Talk Show. Go love on the girls and then say oh, Polo and Joe are stupid or whatever, or whatever. <laughs> you know, we're expecting it. Um, we're not going to be surprised Nothing by it. New, You're right? Not going to be unique. And if you keep it up, I'm going to post the, the before and after. Uh oh. Yeah. And then what? Oh. Twenty two comments already on that picture. Twenty two. Oh wow. Mm. Wow. One eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. We do have time for uh, you to comment more on what the prime minister had to say today. I'm trying to get a congressman on to talk about um, talk about the fact that Republicans look like are just going to go ahead and, f- and fund the Department of Homeland Security, including the executive amnesty. And there you go. The midterm election meant nothing. Keep it here on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. trying to get a member of Congress to come on and explain why John Boehner is such a weasel. We'll have that for you coming up. More people holding to talk about Netanyahu. We'll do that. Got a couple of emails come in. One from uh, Minnesota. And uh, they're not mincing words in Minnesota. Uh, guy wrote and he said, um, hold on a second. I, I think I deleted it during the break. Let me see if I can undelete. There you go. Uh, this is from uh, Danny. Up here in Minnesota, we basically suck. I want to divorce my state, Dan. <laughs> what? Okay. What? what? <laughs> how do you how do you say that? Well, I mean, he's upset because uh, you know a member of uh, of the House and a senator um, both showed true disdain and disrespect to uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and Israel today. So I, I, I'm sure that's what he's responding to. Now, um, tell the truth. Have you been reading through the comments on the yeah, Facebook? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I posted that picture over on Twitter, too. So we'll see what kind of you know uh, reaction. Lou says, Carrie is hot. Uh, Lou clearly not seeing the picture correctly. Lou, <laughs> Shut if you, up. What? That's I'm not sorry. Nice. That's not I'd like nice. Lou to, I'd like Lou to go see Dr. Manrique. <laughs> Um, uh, are fine. I, I'm going to, again, the picture is posted. They're the four of us. I always love when people say, you don't look anything like I thought I was doing. I, 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 <laughs> I know, you I get like that. This. Yeah. One person thought Polo was going to look like Chumley from uh, Pawn Stars. <laughs> Saw that. Polo, anything about that? I mean, is that? Is that a good or bad thing, looking like Chumley? I don't know. It's not a good That's thing. That's not a good thing at no. all. He does Chumley not lost look weight. like Chumley. He's got that stupid soul patch on his chin, too, doesn't he? Yeah, but he still looks the same. I mean... No, Polo does not look like Chumley. Because I've got a couple of extra minutes here. Now, I'm going to get to your phone calls in a second. John writes, seriously, Polo, a bathroom selfie? Are you 14? I'm telling you, I knew people were going to start <sighs> doing that. Hey. Here we go. Yeah, just say photo, huh? And use carry as your wallpaper already. I don't. Hmm? Does that make hmm. any sense? Hmm. Hey, yeah. thanks. Thanks there, buddy. <laughs> uh, Chuck says the ladies are so much prettier than the hags. On MSNBC or a Clinton. Oh. I guess that's an extreme compliment. I don't know. Is that a good thing, I guess? Uh, Alma says, finally get to see the fellow Valleyite from RGV, AK Land of Manana. Thanks for sharing. Is that you, Paul? Are you the, are you the Valleyite? That would be me. There you, no, you guys call each other Valleyites? 
Uh, I wasn't aware of that, but... Oh, there you go. It's a new one. (laughs) Brandon says, so that's how you spell Carrie. Yeah. Yay, it is. It's not that freaking hard. I mean, people have been spelling it for years now. Yeah. Not only is your caption bigger, but your head is huge. Anthony, you're you're welcome. You're welcome. Anthony loving on me a little bit there. It's nice to put the faces to the voices, and Carrie is as beautiful as I imagined. Frank, of course, lost his sight in 1993. Stop with that. Stop with that. What? I I happen to know Frank. I don't need to look for the hate on Facebook. I got it right here on the radio. Carrie's terrific voice matches her outstanding good looks, just as I imagined. Steve, you have no shot. She's married. Uh, This is true. Manny says, hello, Karina. (laughs) Come on. Eric says, just showed my seven-year-old daughter this pic, and she replied, that's Joe, the funny one? (laughs) Laugh out loud. I think you have a good-looking crew. What does that mean? My crew is good-looking, but I'm just, I'm the the, the funny one? So you expected you to look a lot different, I guess. Lisa says, nice to meet you. Oh, I hear you, Lisa. Back off. Oh, come on. (laughs) I'm spoken for. Robert says, Carrie and Karina carry Joe's water. Don't what? know what that means. Uh, Ed says, serious eye candy. His does a man breathe around there. I'm guessing mm. he meant how. Hmm. Um, and Ed, I'd rather you don't call me eye candy. <laughs> I'm sure he's talking about you and Paulo. Kevin says, isn't there a college girl strategy of surrounding yourself with better looking people so you appear to be good looking? Kudos to your staff. I don't know, Carrie. Is that what you did? Hey, I think he's talking about you. What? No, he didn't say that. me. I know. but uh, Pam says, Carrie's cool. Pam doesn't That's understand. That's awesome. Cool. Thank you, Pam. David says, I kind of like the radio family. That's what I think of of all of you. Uh, we're not your family, David. Get over it. <laughs> Tim says, sorry, Karina, my bad. Don't know what that means. Joe, uh, uh, Joe Pags, you and your team rock it. Keep it real, you guys. Best show. Well, I would agree we'll with that. keep it real. Yeah. For some reason, Jack posted a picture of hot dogs. <laughs> no, I'm okay, serious. Okay, I- I don't get that. But... Travis says, can you find the 2A dubs? Yes. Yes, I can, Carrie. Karina. I can, too. Oh, we are uh, not 2A dubs. There's there one. are two. There's I had to pick two. There's only one. Uh, Jay says, wow, Carrie is gorgeous. And Joe, you are, well, eh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tim says, Joe, what a big head you have. Correct? No. Olivia says, Polo is good looking. Carrie and Karina are stunning. And then there was Joe. But why, why am oh, I the, wow. the jerk? I posted the picture. Um, I know. They, they're just trying to make it a little funny. Not That's nice. all. That's all. They're just trying to be funny. Joseph says, wow, Polo's photo is from jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Polo, was that, the, was that the last mugshot or what? Clearly, clearly, that's what that is. Wow, just the hate, isn't it? Oh, we uh, love Carrie. Oh, we love Karina. Oh, Joe and Polo suck. I mean, it's just stupid. You're gonna get some love, trust me. All the ladies getting home. Look at your da, picture. Da, da. Um, Jason took my picture and then wrote every man's gay dream or every I, gay man's dream on it. I saw that one. Um, and okay. all I can say is it's true, right? You're right. I mean, According I can't. You know, I would turn it off, but I can't. I guess. <laughs> Uh, Karina, Carrie, Carrie, oh, blah, blah, Carrie, oh, voice is soothing. Oh, nice group, blah, nice. blah, three to four ain't bad. What does that mean, three to four ain't three bad? Three to four. I'm uh, thinking we're the three. Not one compliment to Polo nor me. Oh. That's it. I'm taking the picture no. down. No. <laughs> You'll taking get some. Taking the picture down. You'll get some. Just hang in there a little bit. You know, bit. and then this person writes, where's the pick? Over on, on Twitter. Really? Mm, it's really? right there. Go look at it. It's right there in your face, you doofus. All right, let me go back to the phone lines here. Benjamin Netanyahu, yes, serious stuff. Let me go to DJ in Mississippi. DJ, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I just wanted to talk to you about when you said earlier why Obama doing what he does. Well, what I think the reason he does what he does is because 
He wants to be on the right side when the Muslims have more power in the future. He's, he wants to be his legacy to be that the, he's the president that gave the Muslims their due. And he thinks that over the next few years or generations, maybe, that they're going to come to more power and that he wants to be the one that did that. He just doesn't really understand that they need a reformation if they want the rest of the people in the world to let them out of their desert prison that they're stuck in with Israel as the warden, the guard tower. That's the only way it's going to change is if they can have a real reformation. And you have to be able to name some person or movement that actually reformed the religion. Well, I don't think with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's not a reformation at all. I appreciate you. But, I mean, if this is not the way to go for a reformation to give them the nuclear power they want. This isn't the way to be reformed to allow that, uh, you know, Iran and other Islamic countries in the region to to be able to threaten uh, Israel out of existence or actually blow it out of existence. I mean, your explanation, I get it. I just don't agree with it. Keep it here. Joe Pags on the way back. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you here. Thanks. I have to stop reading the comments. I was you know you're the reading same them, thing. Gary. I know. I can't help it. Yeah, you're getting. You're, seriously, you're getting universal love from the picture. Well, that's nice. I was just you, waiting you, you for the hate, but, 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 but Polo and I are, are both getting. You know, Polo's getting some not love. Not as much. I saw. Yes, I saw. Polo was fine. I saw that one. Uh, what one guy says he's straight, but he's thinking about changing after seeing my picture. Well, that's I, a look, compliment. I listen, I don't. I I I got it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you've said it many times. He can switch all he wants; it's not going to help him because I'm not switching. But <laughs> yeah, God bless you. God, God bless you. Yeah. So there you go. It's one eight hundred three eight three nine six two four one eight hundred three eight three nine six two four. Hoping to get um, a, a congressman to come on and talk about how the executive amnesty is just going to happen, and the Republicans are letting it happen. Make sure you give me. Um, you know, that uh, the, the the midterm, because we're going to stop Obama in his tracks. And here he is saying, ah, you know, I'm just going to sign in some amnesty for some people, let him compete with Americans for jobs, and the power to stop him is in the Congress, in both the House and the Senate, and they're not going to do it. Nope. Ain't going to happen. There you go. Congratulations on the, on the midterm. As we talked about getting people more conservative-minded, smaller government, lower taxes, Stronger border policies. As we talked about that, a lot of you didn't get it. You know, uh, uh, the lesser of two evils is not getting us anywhere. Because when the Democrats had control, they did anything they wanted. Now the Republicans have control, they're doing anything the Democrats want. It doesn't make sense. I don't think I'll ever understand it, but that's what's happening. 1-800-383-9624. Back in the day, 
52 Americans were held prisoner. They were, they were taken prisoner. They were taken hostage from the U.S. Embassy in Tehran, Iran. In 19, what, 1979, right? Yes. And, and um, they were asked today about their thoughts on what Benjamin Netanyahu said to a, a joint session of the House and Senate. This is from uh, Christina Corbin and Perry, I don't know, Chiaramonte, something like that. Needed two people to write this one on foxnews.com. One person was not going to be able to write this, Carrie. It's a big story. It's a, it's big a huge story. story. It takes two people. You know, when you do that, it's like they, then the other person writes dealt, then I'll write with. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Then they write the Iranian. I hope it I'm doesn't. Like, oh, man, Iranian, Iranian. Regime, firsthand. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's how they write it. Uh, it's every other word. God. They dealt with the Iranian regime firsthand more than three decades ago when it was founded in uh, an act of war against the U.S. And several survivors of the hostage crisis say the idea of the U.S. negotiating with an unrepentant Tehran makes their blood boil. For 444 days, the 52 Americans were held prisoner in the U.S. Embassy by the student revolutionaries that would help usher in the hardline Islamic theocracy that remains in place today. Many of the hostage takers and guards held key roles in the Iranian government then and continue in important positions today. I think it's very naive because the Iranians talk out of both sides of their mouth, said Claire Cortland Barnes, 69 years old, of Leland, North Carolina, who was a 34-year-old communications officer at the time he was taken hostage. Quote, their actions betray their conversations. Their conversations say one thing, then they do something else. Quote, they have an agenda that is to wipe out Israel and take over America, he added. The U.S., along with other four, uh, the other four uh, permanent members of the United Nations Security Council, Russia, China, United Kingdom, and France as well as Germany, are negotiating a deal that could be could end international sanctions against Iran in return for assurances that will not pursue nuclear weapons. Iran's history of disguising its pursuit of nuclear weapons, as well as its rhetoric against the U.S., Israel, and the West in general, make any deal that comes from talks suspects and hostages. Barnes' sentiment was shared by Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who in a speech to the U.S. Congress that he delivered against the wishes of the Obama administration characterized Iran as the world's leading state sponsor of terrorism and said the regime has, quote, proven time and time again that it cannot be trusted. Iran's regime poses a great threat not only to Israel but also to the peace of the entire world, railed Netanyahu, who also said he does not believe that Iran's radical regime will change for the better after this deal. David Roeder, a former uh, U.S. Air Force lieutenant colonel who was attached to the uh, U.S. Embassy when it was overrun by students seeking to overthrow the U.S.-backed Shah of Iran, said the details of the deal that have so far leaked out, details the U.S. has not confirmed, make it sound like Iran is being rewarded for bad behavior. Keep in mind, though, how would that be different? We're rewarding those who come to this country illegally for their bad behavior. Why wouldn't we reward Iran? Hey, way to go. You took over the embassy. I mean, the only thing that you could really assume is that the current administration agrees with their takeover of the embassy. What else can you come to? Quote, it doesn't look like it's a good deal for the U.S. said Roeder, who is now 72 and retired in North Carolina. It seems as if we are paying a lot of money and not getting much of a return. Roeder and other hostages believe they have a right to legal damages from the Iranian assets that are already being released after being frozen for years following the hostage crisis. 
The former hostages are represented by attorney Thomas Lankford of Alexandria, Virginia. Quote, most of them were tortured horribly, Lankford said of the hostages. Even though some were soldiers, no war experience can prepare you for what they endured. They took over the embassy. They tortured the hostages. They put into place a militant Islamic regime that's still in place today. And we can't wait to sit down and have tea. I don't get it. 1-800-383-9624. Back to the phone line. Say hello to uh, Steve in Mississippi. Hi, Steve. What's up? Hey, Joe. How you doing? Living the dream, man. What's happening? A couple of things I wanted to hit on, and I apologize. I'll talk as fast as I can. First of all, you talked about Maria Harf. That idiot. You you realize, you remember Jen Psaki, uh, the one who talked about what a great Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was. And then she was asked to name one. Well, anyway, Jen Psaki used to be Maria Harf's boss. But then Jen Psaki got got promoted, obviously, and she's now the White House Communications Director. And and Harf moved up to her her imbecilic role. But that's just typical. The other point I wanted to make, Joe, is is this. and people, people say, you can't say that. Well, yes, I can say this. Have you read Obama's book, Dreams From, not of, Dreams From My Father? No, but I know the line that you're going to bring up. Go ahead. That book explains exactly, Rudy Giuliani was right. Barack Obama, through his father, he inherited his own dreams. And Barack, Barack Obama's father hated so much the white colonialists in Europe that he absolutely, Barack Obama, despises the West more than I despise him, and that is saying something. Well, I, th- I think that Barack Obama's father, I, I think that you're wrong about the, him hating the colonialists in Europe. I think that he hated, the. the I mean, if you mean the, the, the British that came into Kenya and, and colonized it, yes, you're right. But he didn't hate them for what they did in Europe. He hated them for what they did in Africa. I, no, 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 I understand. I understand. But that, that hatred has has morphed into a complete hatred of Western culture and Western civilization. He does not. Look, there is no other explanation. Harsh said, you know, all the experts believe that we've stopped the Iranian nuclear program. Well, the AEIA, which is the inspection group, earlier this week said we haven't even been able to inspect their, their compliance with the last tentative agreement. Why should we be expected to, to be able to, to monitor anything going forward? Bottom line is Obama is he's not incompetent. He is not incompetent. The problem is he just has a completely, completely different objective than what America and Americans have. Well, I'll tell you something. He is not incompetent. I've said that over and over again. Thanks, man. Um, and not even for a second. President Barack Obama, hear me clearly. The president of the United States. Now, you hear talk shows all day, rail on them all day. I don't do that. We have some fun, let our hair down, we make fart noises, whatever. Uh, Carrie does anyway. Mm, we, yeah, we, you what, do. No, I know it's right in the middle of something. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. If you can, just go read the comments. <laughs> okay. You know that's what you're doing anyway. It is not. I'm Back working. Back to reading the comments, please. I'm working. Okay. So, uh, working on the comments. <laughs> no. uh, thank you so much, Bob. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I think he's extremely confident. Make sure you understand what I'm saying. He doesn't like colonialism. He doesn't like how he got here. He doesn't like the history of the country. He was going to fundamentally change the history of the country, something you can't do. You can't change a history. It's already happened. He doesn't like how he got here. He has, I believe, administered to or run the country in a revenge mentality, and he has had a plan. He has been unbelievably successful in in that plan, unbelievably like crazy wild successful. I mean, he, let's say that he wrote down his agenda 
and he had a plan that he wanted to put into action if he were to win the White House, which he did twice. He has been following that plan to the T, to the letter. He is not unsuccessful. He is unbelievably successful and continues to be. So don't look if you've convinced yourself that he's stupid or that he he's um, the JV team or he's confused or he's incompetent. He's not. He's doing exactly what he wanted to do. And he is extremely successful at it. Now, the reason why people get confused about what to call that, is he successful? Is he arrogant? Is he narcissistic? He might be some of those things, but he's certainly without a doubt achieving what he wanted to achieve. He has been a crazy wild success in what his perspective was and what the plan was. The majority of us, however, I don't care what race you are or what gender you are or what what ethnic background you are. If we just had a conversation about the achievements and didn't put the name Barack Obama on it, the vast majority of everybody in this country would be against what he's done. But that was the plan for him to do it. And he's done it. And he's been crazy successful at it. Now he's about to give amnesty to another 5 million illegal immigrants. Now he's about to make a nuclear deal with Iran that will end up with Iran having a nuclear weapon in about 10 years. That, that's he unbelievably successful. Obviously he has a problem with Israel. Obviously, has a problem with colonial, you know, Western um, existence. And and all he has to do is put on a smile and read a teleprompter and maybe change the cadence of his voice, and people faint around him. So, no, I mean, if you think he's incompetent, you're wrong. He's unbelievably competent, just not doing the job we thought he was going to do. 1-800-383-9624. Back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show. Joe Pag show on your radio. Thanks. Sarah says, Joe, you are smoking hot. Thanks, Sarah. Appreciate that. See, there's some love. Didn't see that coming. Mm -mm -mm. Didn't see that coming. That's a nice. It's, uh, awesome. But yeah, you know, she's, Smoking she's hot. Got good eyes on her. Uh. Uh, what? Well, how come I what get a compliment? I... Everybody's blind. What are you talking about? You, you, know. you got nothing but compliments. <laughs> you have 800 different comments. They're all about you. Well, that's kind of nice. And then, there's, and then there's the one picture, oh, gay man's dream. <laughs> Which I get. I understand it. But of I mean, course. come on. Yeah, I got you. All right. Uh, time for a few more phone calls before we hit the top of the hour. Then we'll move on to other stuff. And we've got to get to other stuff because there's a lot going on. There is a ton going on. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand the whole uh, Marie Harf thing. And, and again, maybe just maybe, um, it, they have her in place to be a diversion. I mean, they can't really think that she's, you know, the deal. They can't think to themselves, man, we really did a good pick here. That can't be happening, right? Oh, for those who don't understand my comparison between Netanyahu speaking today and the president of Mexico speaking in 2010, 
The president of Mexico, then President Felipe Calderon, con- condemned Arizona's tough new immigration law during a joint session speech Thursday to Congress. He was in the United States in Washington, D.C., in the same chamber where Benjamin Netanyahu spoke today, and nobody turned their back and left because of what he was saying as he attacked our own laws in our own U.S. Capitol. Netanyahu just said, hey, we can't trust Iran. And then he, he also kissed up to, to President Obama. Felipe Calderon actually had the gall to stand there and attack the laws of states in the United States, in our country. Fifty Democrats decided not to go today. They were all there clapping for this dweeb when he was here. Calderon said the Arizona law, which is meant to stem the tide of illegal immigrants into the state, primarily from Mexico, quote, introduces a terrible idea that uses racial profiling as a basis for law enforcement. Quote, I am convinced that a comprehensive immigration reform is crucial to securing our common border, the Mexican president told lawmakers in both parties gathered for the speech. However, I strongly disagree with your recently adopted law in Arizona. Well, what the beep are you doing to stop the flow heading north? As everybody, sat, they, they either sat there on their hands, they were Republicans, some of them, or if they were Democrat, they actually applauded this foreign leader coming to our country, lighting up one of our states over our laws. The same idiots that were clapping and applauding this guy and standing for this guy were the ones who decided to not show up today to see our friend Benjamin Netanyahu talk about our mutual enemy, Iran. How about that? How about that? 1-800-383-9624. Let me go to uh, Bob in New Mexico. Bob, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. I, yes, sir. I wanted to, you know, the uh, debate about uh, the atomic bomb proliferation is, there's no information out there, but uh, I, I've studied it, and I know what's what's happening there is that uh, when the big guys uh, approach these rogue states, and they know that, that they had a uh, wherewithal to develop a bomb, they always offer them the material. Well, the material solves it. In other words, with heavy metal, so if a bomb goes off, they can always go back to the rogue state and, you know, and uh, blow them off the, the planet. So I, I think that's what's going on here is that uh, uh, basically the Soviets were to supply that uh, material. But since Obama, you know, uh, got them angry, they're not going to supply it. So I wonder who's who's going to supply that salted material. Are we going to supply salted material to Iran? All right. So what you're saying, Bob, what you're saying is we're going to supply we supply the material to the rogue nations so that if they try to do anything, we can blow them up. I'm not sure I follow you. Well, uh, this is a dangerous world, but uh, basically the big powers have, uh, under the non-proliferation treaty, have have uh, decided that if, if a rogue state comes up and they have enough wherewithal to uh, develop a bomb that they will uh, diplomatically try to trick them in to accepting, you know, their material. In other words, uh, Iran uh, hasn't doesn't have the material to develop a bomb quick, and someone's going to supply it to them, and they will give us the uh, formula because uh, uh, they can uh, solve that material with heavy metals. So if a bomb goes off, you can stiff it and uh, find out it's, uh, you know, from where, from where it came. And so uh, that's a problem with all these negotiations. But Israel's worried that that doesn't make a difference to them because if they get a bomb on them, you know, it's, uh, they, they can't, uh, you know, stiff it. They have to retaliate, retaliate immediately. And, and, and it will be Armageddon. One bomb does not go off. 
Let's, let's oh, no, I, I agree I agree with you. It would be Armageddon. I just didn't know. I, thanks for the phone call, Bob. I didn't know all this all this stuff about how we're supplying the, the rogue nations with a certain kind of uh, material. This way we can track the material and we'll know where the material came from and then we'll we'll be able to, to, to stop it somehow because we know it's that kind of material and not the other kind of material. I, I'm not... I'm not buying that, to be honest with you. I mean, I would rather just not give it to them. Why give them some stuff that we have the ability to track when we could just not give them anything? I think that would make much more sense, but then again, I'm just being Mr. Common Sense Guy, which is, uh, I know it's annoying that I'm always so filled with common sense and logic, but uh, it would seem to be more logical to me for us not to supply any material to them, Um, especially, I mean, if what he's saying is true, then eventually these rogue nations would figure it out, wouldn't they? Hey, you're giving us this crap that you can track or something, or that you can you can go and, and, and blow up more readily. Um, I don't know that that's the case. It's an interesting theory, that's for sure. All right, done with that. We come back, I want to talk about Hillary Clinton and what she was using for her email as Secretary of State. Stay here on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations nationwide, coast to coast and beyond. And great radio stations, including the American Now stations from San Antonio on a Tuesday. Let's swing it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Margie uh, just, just jumped out of me. I didn't even see this a minute ago. I didn't even see this or comment on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, you are a very handsome man, not to mention intelligent, <laughs> witty, and talented. A friend oh, in Yakima. <laughs> Did telling, you make they, that up? <laughs> they, love, they love them some Joe Pags in Yakima. They do. The Yakima I think we should, I think right? we should go. To, I think we should go to Yakima. I would love to go to Yakima. Well, why don't you go and I'll catch up. Go no, ahead. No, I think we should all go. No, why don't you we're leave going. now? <laughs> wow. That's me. How about the one guy? If I got pulled over and got a ticket for uh, texting, it would be worth it if I was texting, wow, Carrie. <laughs> what a doofus. What a doofus. That's why that guy's still single. You don't know that. How to talk to girls 101. Don't be a doofus. Don't do that. It's uh, 1-800-383-9624. 1-800-383-9624. Many people in, um, in the country are living either in states like New York or in municipalities, cities, townships, villages, whatever, uh, where there's an ordinance or a law against you holding your cell phone while driving. I'm a huge proponent, that means supporter of, for those of you who are confused, a huge proponent of Bluetooth, of hands-free, or even, you know, a, a, a headphone in one ear. 
an earbud. Don't put it in both ears and you can't hear somebody beeping at you. But um, I don't like holding the phone to my face, especially the phones. The modern phones are all flat and hard to be. Back in the day, you had a phone that actually was shaped like a phone that you would pick up and hold. But uh, and for you kids, I mean, they actually look like regular phones. Kids are like, well, what does a regular phone look like? Oh, that's so sad. You have a home phone? No. My kids uh, have never seen a home phone. So they've never seen a phone with a cord or anything? <laughs> Not in our house. Do your parents or Mario's parents have a, have a home phone? Uh, oh, my, my in-laws do. Does it I have sure a cord do. or is it yes. cordless? Uh, they ha- it has a cord on it, yeah. And are the kids like, what the hell's that? I know. Like, what? So I had to explain it to them. That's a phone. Well, it's that old funny looking thing. Well, we it's all fancy, Mom. back in the day. Is it uh, in the shape of, a, of an ear of corn? No, it's not. This is my in-laws, not my mom and dad. Somebody uh, on on the thread with the picture uh-huh. uh, where they're like, oh, hey, look at Carrie. Really, corn? Look at Karina, blah, blah. Somebody said, now, Carrie, get in the house. It's time to shuck some corn. <laughs> okay. Which I thought the guy was right on. I was like, uh, absolutely right no, on. No, I'm very, very busy right now. Um, I don't think my mom even has a cord on the phone anymore. I think uh-huh. that's a cordless phone at the house. I do have a house phone. But uh, it's connected to the, the, the operation of the gate to get in. So, I mean, that's, it's kind of necessary to have that house. Oh, look at you, all fancy. Yeah, you know, I got the gate. The gate, you know, it's the, the compound. It's the tax compound, yeah. Excuse um, me. So we, we have the house phone. But, I mean, generally speaking, we do most of our communication via cell phone. We do, too. And um, back in the day, and I've, th- I've talked about this a million times, when Dad would get a phone call at the house and he was on the phone in the kitchen that had a 35-foot cord on it, that's so you could, you know, grab something to eat, go to the bathroom while you're on the phone, mm-hmm. smoke a cigarette, whatever you had to do. <laughs> right. Uh, but you were still attached to the cord. You had to have the cord on it. That was the most important thing going on. And I really do believe that still sort of, you know, continues today, especially people in my generation, your generation and my generation. I know that I'm older than you are, but you I'm not. You are much. We're, much we're the, older. Oh, shush. Oh. We're, we're, the, we're the same, not a lot older. <laughs> we're the same generation. And yeah. um do you remember growing up and that was the most important thing going on? Yes. You had to be Mom quiet. or dad had a phone call. You need to be quiet. You're going to be in trouble. You're going to yes. be grounded. <laughs> yes. Everybody had to be quiet. So, I mean, I do think that that somehow still relates to how we deal with phone calls in the car. And if I get a phone call and I put the phone to my face, I do think that it takes precedent over, precedence over what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, a Bluetooth, I don't think is any different than having somebody sit in the passenger seat and have a conversation. Right. So, I mean, I'm all for hands-free. I'm also not for more laws. So I'm, I'm against the San Antonio ordinance, and I'm against the New York State law, and I think New Jersey, too, and some other states, that say you can't hold your cell phone while driving down the road. I do think it's inherently dangerous to focus on a device. I do think it's inherently dangerous to, to text or email. But there already are laws that cover that. If you're driving like an ass wagon, like an A-dub, oh, five stations just now said, see, he says the word ass too much. He likes That's to why I've got a complaint. That's why Elmira, New York doesn't carry us anymore. Too much ass wagon. <laughs> That's they terrible. couldn't handle oh, it. Oh, well, they're lost. Even though I say A-dub. And then Kansas City came out and said, yeah, more A-dub. Mm-hmm. They like so the we, A-dub. So we made up for it. Okay, cool. Kansas City a little bit bigger than Elmira, although I do miss being on an Elmira. So, oh, no. um, oh, and also Lafayette moved us to the AM. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's hey, fine. As long as you can hear the as show. As long as we're on, I'm yeah. fine. Dumb uh, so anyway, um, if you're driving like an idiot, there are reckless driving laws. There are careless driving laws. There are distracted driving laws. To add a new law to the books that says if you're seen holding your cell phone, 
That's a $200 ticket. And it's a primary offense, which means they can pull you over for it. There are secondary offenses where you have to be pulled over for something else, and then you can get a ticket for that. But this is this is a primary offense now. City of San Antonio started the, the new law January 1st. But the first month, they decided to only give out warnings. So for all of January, it was only about warnings. We now have the numbers in for February. February, by the way, which is a, the shortest month of the year. They've written more than, they actually wrote more than 1,300 warning tickets in January. But in February, they wrote 1,051 tickets, $200 each. They collected over $210,000 in new fines. $210,000 of found money just pillaging the people of San Antonio. I don't see anything in this news story by our great news director locally at the flagship, Jim Forsyth, that says anything about how we have had a lower rate of accidents in San Antonio because of it. And the last line cracks me up. City Council says it will revisit the cell phone ban in six months to determine whether it should be made permanent. Huh. In six months, they will have collected, on average, $1.2 million. Carrie, what decision do you think they're going to make? Uh, it's going to be permanent. We don't want that money. $1.2 million hmm. of found money out of the pockets and the bank accounts and the futures of San Antonio families? Why would we want to not take that money? Bunch of jerks. I got to tell you, man. I can tell you, um, that that means almost 40 tickets every single day in February. February. Why is there an extra R in there? I don't know, but it's February. Why can't it be Just February? Saying. But it's okay. The R is February. silent. February. I think we should roll the R. February. February. I can't even do that. That amounts to 39 tickets for violating the cell phone law every day in February. <laughs> Sounds kind of nice. Or or we could pretend Classic. we're saying it's a, in February. Feb no. That's right. Feb. 39 tickets for violating the cell phone law every day in Febedeba. In Febedeba. Hmm. In the two months since the law took effect, January 1st, officers have written more than 1,300 warning tickets. And again, the warning tickets were basically in January. The law, which has been extensively covered in the media and uh, in lighted signs of the trans guide system over. That's what I love. It's on the trans guide. So I have to stop looking at the road to look at the trans guide to tell me not to look at my phone. That's right. This is how intelligent this is. Almost a quarter of a million, one, it's, it's one-fifth of a million was collected in just Febedeba. And, and again, in six months, they're going to they're reassess. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it. What, to maybe make the fine $400? Let's really get the money. That's a lot of damn money. I say pull people over and ticket them for distracted driving, for careless driving, for uh, reckless driving. And somebody who's on their cell phone and swerves in the lane gets pulled over and gets that $200 ticket. Not just because I see, I'm a cop and I see you touching your cell phone, give me $200. What? Come on. 
1-800-383-9624. Your thoughts when we come back. Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. show on your radio glad to have you here thanks you know again i'm not against safety i'm for safety i've got a wife and four kids i've got my own life i want my friends and family and those i love to be safe but um to add more laws and again no quantifiable proof that this law changed anything other than siphoned a bunch of money out of the pockets of taxpayers that are already paying too much money that doesn't make sense to me and things in my brain, again, when you've got a brain like mine that some would argue is really, really tiny, um, you, things, why do you, why do you laugh would that? say that? I'm sorry. A lot of people. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. Carrie's so beautiful. Look at, the, look at that picture. Wow, that's really <laughs> something. I want the Carrie filter next time I take a picture. There is no Carrie filter. Oh, there's a Carrie filter. There is not. Um, at the end of the day, I, I, I want you paying attention to the road. You're, you're driving down a road with a, a you know, 2,500 pound to 600 pound, 6,000. 6,000-pound vehicle, and you've got to be in control of it. You've got to know what you're doing. I want you to be in control of it. Don't don't misunderstand me, but I want somebody to be pulled over because they're actually not driving the way they're supposed to drive. And the, the idea that because you saw me look down or that I might be holding a, an electronic device in my hand, even if I'm not looking at it, the idea that you could pull me over and charge me money that I worked hard to get doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. I think you should see me in the commission of driving poorly. And if you do, pull me over and charge me. Um, and, and that would be fine. Let me go to the phone lines here. Say hello and welcome to Eric on line two. Eric, what's up? Hey, Joe. How's it going? Living the dream, man. What's happening? You know, these cops make me sick. I, the reason that uh, they won't get rid of it is because they need all that extra money to pay for those health insurance premiums for which they won't pay a penny of their own money. They make me sick. They come out with these police officers association of San Antonio commercials saying, help us work together so we can get back to right. protecting San Antonio. I think we need to protect ourselves from the freaking cops out there. That's what the, co- the cops have nothing to do with passing laws or ordinances. They had not, All they do is enforce it. This is on city council. This is on the city manager. This has nothing exactly. to do with police officers. Exactly. Do not Stop. I'm not done. I'm almost done, but I'm not done. Police officers cannot unilaterally pass an ordinance, so blaming them doesn't make sense. That's what I do, my, my friend. Eric, that's what we do. We bring people the joy of life. At the at my expense. Hmm? Well, it wasn't at your expense. Him, apparently. What? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Because you told the guy. You don't think people should get their vision checked? <laughs> that's not you what you meant. You don't think people deserve to see better, wear some nice sunglasses? <laughs> they should. Why do you want people to wear contacts yes, and, and glasses? Because you saw a picture of me, and then you told him he needs Listen, his Listen, that checked. was secondary. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, I see. People Got should it. go see the LASIK doctor. Right, right. Okay. Get I that sucker you. done. Mm-hmm. I believe zapped. Yeah. Zap, zap. And then you, they knew, oh, hey, let me see the picture again. <laughs> You're such a liar. Rudy, what's going on? Hi. JP. Rudy. Hey, dude, I got to say something about that. I'm glad that they passed that law. You know why? Okay. I'm a, why? I'm a commercial driver, okay? We, all the 
time are always put under the thumb all the time. If I get caught being on that phone, that's $2,700. Fine only, not including court costs and my job. Everybody needs to keep their eyes on the road. If you want to be on the phone, get a headset. I had one for years. All these commercial drivers out here do the same thing. Whenever, whenever, ever, anything ever happens, an accident like that, who do they blame? The driver. The truck driver. Uh, Rudy, i got to ask you something. You know that I've driven big trucks in my life, too. Um, when it comes to the ordinances and the rules and regulations over what you guys do, would you like to see them a little more lenient, a little less strict? Because it is overwhelming on what you guys have to face. Um, in, a, in, a, in a way, yes, Joe, yes and no. I mean, I think it should be more equal. I mean, why should I pay almost three grand when you get caught only pay two? See what I'm saying? Oh, no, no, no. Well, but the, the reason why I asked you that was because it sounds to me like you want a little payback because you think it's unfair how much you're charged and then the regular people are charged less. I say that you guys should not be so overwhelmingly regulated. There's got to be some regulation. Make sure there aren't idiots out there. Um, but but at the at the end of the day, you know, to, just to make it feel more fair to you is not a good reason to charge me $200 because I touched my phone. That doesn't make any sense. I'm not driving down the road in an 18-wheeler carrying, you know, 30 tons of something. Right. I mean, I... It, it should be, Joe, I guess, fair in a sense, but since we got a great big giant vehicle, I mean, it, it's it's dangerous for us. You know, we're out there doing a public service, and a lot of the public doesn't understand that. We always get that one uh, gun salute from a lot of people. I, I would never give you the one gun salute. And again, I've driven, you know, big, big Ford eight thousands and nine thousands and and all sorts of stuff. Uh, I got to tell you though, you got you, you're doing a job to support your family, and yes, of course you're de- you're delivering goods, but it's not like you're the Red Cross. You're not doing a public service in that sense. I mean, you're a guy making a living, which is great. But at the same time, I think it's unfair that you guys can be pulled over for any any time for for no reason at all and be inspected on the side of the road. I think that's stupid. Every time, I mean, I'm not the only one who does it. I don't like this law, but it, it is what it is. Have some other drivers around here, you know, call in. They'll say the same thing, Joe. I mean, because I've seen a lot of four-wheelers out there that are just texting, talking. Oh, is that what you guys call us, four-wheelers? Yes, sir. <laughs> Come on. I'm serious, dude. You call them four-wheelers. I mean, I see them all the time just texting. Not even looking at, at the road. They're just over just doing well, when I'm when, when I'm late to work sometimes and I go around a, uh, around a curb, I'm a two-wheeler. <laughs> yeah, and that Corvette that you got. Yeah, you're exactly right. All right, Rudy, I appreciate you. Yeah, you know, Rudy's a good guy, but I think he wants more, more equity in the laws, and probably he feels a little better that the four-wheelers, those of us in the four-wheelers, um, you know, we're getting off easy somehow, uh, whereas the, the, you know, the 18-wheel guys and, and gals who are driving the big rigs are, um, are being charged. Look, I think they're over-regulated, to be honest with you. Now, there's got to be extra regulation because there's an extra um, responsibility in driving something so big that could do so much damage. But, but at the same time, you know, I used to hate it when, the, when we were in Florida. I was driving a dump truck with my dad, and, and this was always my dad would always uh, get on the, on, the, on, the, on the CB and go, how about you, Joe? Uh, yeah, Dad. And I was getting embarrassed because all the truckers could hear us. <laughs> oh, what gear are you in? What, what do you mean? What gear am I in? Really? That's <laughs> what you want to know? What the hell gear I'm in? Okay. What gear are you in? Used to be in eleventh gear. <laughs> oh my God! Really? And, and he wondered why I decided to be a saxophone player <laughs> on the radio you. and didn't want to drive the truck anymore. <laughs> what gear are you in? Damn it! 
So, um, it, but I hated it that the 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 um, you know the state troopers could pull you over at any time and check all sorts of stuff on the truck and on you and everything else. I just found that to be overwhelming. So I don't think the two are related at all. I know that Rudy feels better because the four wheelers are our faces of music too. But I gotta tell you, I think that the 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 laws the way they were were fine. Just enforce them better. Somebody's driving distracted, somebody's driving carelessly, somebody's driving recklessly, pull them over and ticket them. If I'm not, and even if I'm looking at my phone because somebody just called and left a message or something, and I press a button on the phone to hear what the message is through my Bluetooth, it doesn't mean pull me over and charge me 200 bucks. That's all I'm saying. Uh, back at it. Steve, quickly for me. Come on. Hi, I'm a coach. How are you doing, sir? Sorry, uh, good, good. I got less than a minute. Come on. I'm trying to drive and uh, use my Bluetooth at the same time. I'm a tow truck driver, and I am... Um, I've, there's been times that I've had to jump on the back of my truck for people that are on their phones not paying attention, and I'm glad this law is passed. It's going it to possibly help save lives. Well, obviously not because they ticketed people over a 1,000 times last month, so obviously people are still on their cell phones. They're just collecting well, money. Well, good. Maybe they'll learn. Maybe they won't do it again. Maybe next time they'll pull over or give, it the, right, give the right away to the, to the guy that's standing on the side of the freeway where cars are coming 100 miles an hour, and I'm having to look at people on their phones not paying attention. So people are driving 100 miles an hour past you, and you see them on their phone. You got really good eyes. Absolutely, I always. You have to look. I'm constantly just, looking. If you if you ever been on the freeway changing a tire, you're always looking. I have been. Not, I've been on the freeway changing a tire, and it's a very very scary proposition. I hear you. You and I will disagree. I think the law is unnecessary, and it's a money grab. And you know what? The numbers from February prove that out. Joe Pags back after this. You're listening to Joe Pags. Pleasure to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show. Great radio stations all over the place, including the America Now stations. Happens to be a Tuesday. Thanks a lot for stopping by. All right, lots go. I'll take another call or two on the cell phone thing. Uh, let, me, let me just put it this way. I'm right. You're wrong. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. I, I like the law. Anybody calls me and says about any law, I like the law. <laughs> It's just a brand new law that somebody came up with just to grab two hundred ten thousand dollars out of people's pockets. I, I like the law because there were plenty of laws in the books before this came around to to avert the exact same situation. I love it. I, it's a new law, and I just think it's great. You know, there's nothing wrong with you. Now, Rudy, I get. I mean, Rudy's got some some sour grapes because truckers are are I think singled out unfairly. I don't I, I don't disagree with with what Rudy said. But, but those of you call, I really like this law. Oh, and by the way, you, you ever watch the the judge shows? I, I watch the judge shows. Not all the really. Time. No. I, watch the, I watch the judge shows. Yeah, I know you do. Um, you judge, the judge Judy. Shows. She and I got a thing. Really? Oh, you know, hmm. all about some older, Judy. Older, older woman. How there? you doing, Judge Judy? <laughs> That's disturbing. Uh, almost as much as my uh, my television affair with uh, with Marilyn Million. Who? From the People's Court. Oh, I see. Uh, wow. Oh, uh, yeah. She doesn't know it, but we got a thing, too. Oh, see, that's a little creepy. Why is it creepy? It's why can't, creepy I, why can't I like she her? she doesn't know, and you think you got But if she did, then her. it would be uncomfortable. Now it's not. Oh, okay, because she doesn't know. Oh, it's completely, she's happy with it because she doesn't know about it. 
<laughs> I bet she is. Yeah. Uh, but but when you watch those uh, those shows, I mean you. You, you see the, the the same sort of mentality that I have. I mean, I'm right, you're wrong. That's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, on this show, it's like the Judge Joe show. <laughs> it's like the Judge yes. Pags show. Um, you're more than welcome to to call on in and say your little blah, 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 look at me, I've got an opinion. And then at the end of it, I'll tell you how stupid you are and hang up. <laughs> Not all, but come on. Oh, wait, well, a lot of times. That's kind of Is anybody mean. saying anything that I care about, Karina? Anybody got something here? Well, we got Courtney. We'll go to Courtney. We haven't had that many women today. Although, studies show a, a lot of women oh. listen to the program. Because mm-hmm. they like, love the oh, show. They love... What a what a hard day at work. Let me put on some Pagsy. <laughs> Pagsy. Hey, ladies. <laughs> no? I'm sure that's what Courtney is saying. Oh, watch. Loves her some Courtney, Pagsy. what's going on? Hi. Hi, this is Courtney. Hi, is this I'm, Courtney? I'm a little torn. I'm a little torn because I drive so much for a living. Right. Uh, in and out of San Antonio. Um, May I ask what you do? I'm a hospice nurse, home hospice. Okay. Okay. Uh, so when someone calls into our office and presses one for a nurse, I have a 10-minute window before I have to get back to them. And wow. often I'm already using my GPS on my way to one problem and I already get three problems uh, call-ins before I can even solve the first one. It goes on and on. Um, and I, okay, in a way I like the law um, because I think even the most responsible drivers, myself included, I feel like, uh, it is so dangerous. I've even just glanced at my GPS just to toggle, just to answer that call. Right. And I've given myself a flat tire going 70 miles an hour on I-35. I've, I've pulled over. I've, How did, uh, wait, 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 wait. How does looking at your phone give you a flat tire? I've never had that happen. No, I mean, I've gone over to the shoulder and gone a little slower. So other well, what's the matter with you? Don't do that. Yeah, and the debris on the road, and then and then within like eight hours later, I had a, a death, and I had to go out to a death in the middle of the night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And then my tire was flat and things like that. But then again, I can see where you're coming from because uh, like, like with the nanny state kind of mentality, I mean, yeah. I have to pay for everybody else's stupidity. I got a headset two years ago and right. I realized my limitations um, you know, and I, I do what I have to do to be. Well, I'm, I, 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 I just want to. I, I want to make you understand what, where I'm coming from. Let's say that you're driving down the road, and I'm behind you, and and uh, and I'm a cop, and you you're looking at your GPS, you're looking at your phone, but you're driving right down the middle of the road, no problems, you're not breaking the speed limit, and then you swerve off to the right, hit the hit the shoulder, and then come back into your lane. I have every right to pull you over for careless or reckless driving. I didn't need to have a law that said, oh, I think she touched her cell phone. Let me charge her $200. Because otherwise, if you didn't if you didn't hit the shoulder, if you didn't swerve, you didn't do anything wrong. You happen to look at a device in your car? I don't think that's enough. And, and, and it's more than the nanny state. It's the I want to take all your money state. And, and, and I hate that. I think that we should be responsible for how we're driving as we're driving down the road. If you do something wrong, get pulled over. If you don't don't get pulled over but now i mean honestly 
you could swerve just as much if you grabbed a sandwich. You could swerve just yeah. as much if you grabbed your lipstick. You could swerve just as much if you grab a DVD um, or, or something out of the glove compartment. None of those are, sure. are violations of the law. The only violation of the law is if you actually touch your cell phone, which is dumb. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it's overwhelming and unnecessary. Sure. Well, and in and, and comparison also, I mean, I could have a wreck and go flying from my car and die instantly on impact because I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. But the law will give me a fine for not wearing a seatbelt. But I could still say it's a violation of my civil rights to make me wear a seatbelt. I don't feel like it. You no, know, I, I'm, I'm I got to tell you, I'm against the seatbelt law. I'm also against the helmet law for motorcyclists. Now, having said that, I don't hold the phone to my face when I'm driving. Having said that, I don't ever drive without my seatbelt on. And having said that, I never ride my motorcycle without a helmet. I don't think the government should protect me from me. That's that's my problem. And, yes, and again, and if, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm driving like an idiot, pull me over. Don't pull me over because you think I might at some point drive like an idiot. That's like the minority report. I don't like that. You swayed me. I told you I was torn in the beginning, and now you swayed me. So, Courtney, that's I, my I, job. That's side. my job to sway you. And, and uh, <laughs> hey, listen, great job out there. It's a tough job that you do, but I appreciate you. Thank you. That's got to be a tough job. Uh, you're working at the, oh at the hospice. Goodness, absolutely. Somebody died, or somebody's got an emergency, yeah. or whatever. I mean, that, that's not an easy job. But uh, yeah, when Courtney called in, first of all, oh, I hung up on her. Courtney, I married. Let me just say that. Um, she wasn't uh, asking what? any of that. No. no, I'm just. I'm letting her know through the radio. <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> I'm 48 years old. Care. I can tell when there's something going on. Oh, you can now. I'm 48. Are you Come sure? On. I'm 48 years old. Yeah, it's old. So, um, <laughs> she's not interested. What do you think? Do we have to call her back? I've got the caller ID. <laughs> yeah, you call her back. No, I'm call her back. I don't want to give her hope. <laughs> no, uh, Courtney, thank you for calling in. Thank you for being reasonable. And thank you for listening to Common Sense. There you go. Not everybody can do that, Carrie. Not, not everybody true. can can hear Common she was Sense, swayed. Carrie. I know. Not everybody can hear the Common Sense <laughs> and then and then uh, agree with it. Let me go back. Oh, look, you know what? You know what time it is? What? Time to check a couple of comments on the picture. Uh-oh. Okay. I'm just going to go recent comments. Okay. I'm just going to go recent comments. No matter what it says, I'm going to read them. Uh, okay. Louisa says a great-looking group. Oh, uh, John says it must be so hot where you work, you ship in nice. What, what does that mean? Uh, I don't understand. Um, don't know. Karen says thanks. Tom says, man, dude, how do you handle being around such awesome, extremely hot women every day during your show? <laughs> Joe, how does your wife not get so jealous with you working next to Carrie every day? Uh, well, um, uh, my wife knows Carrie. And and uh, what? <laughs> she knows Carrie and knows what a pain in the ass she is. She is. And knows that that completely... It, it's it, it makes, all okay. She doesn't look like anything. I don't look like anything. It's just a couple <laughs> of people who barely can get through the, the work day. Yeah. Uh, ben says, great picture, Joe. I agree. Notice he didn't say Joe, Kerry, Polo, and Karina. He just said great picture, Joe. Oh, well, I'm thinking Steven he's said, thinking oh, all I'm of reading, us. reading oh, here. Excuse me, okay. Can you just post pictures of Karina and uh, and Kerry and skip the ones of you and Polo? No. <laughs> Mickey says, could you post more pics of Kerry and Karina? No. Taylor says, anybody of color works at WOAI? What about your show? Kerry's voice can fool you. The other lady is the cutest. Anybody of color? What does what of color I... mean? Don't know. Um, if you need to know our ethnicities, Carrie is uh, white bread. I am. Um, I am original Latino Italian. Polo is a Polo. Would uh, would saying Valley Latino uh, would that be fair? 
I guess. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but. Well, I mean, uh, by ethnicity, you'd say what? Hispanic? Yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. Yeah. And and Karina, uh, what would you what would you classify? Latina, Hispanic? What Hispanic. would you say? Okay, so so I guess I guess none of us are of color. I guess he's asking, are there any black people working uh, at the joint? Okay, uh, we've got some black folks working in the building. If that's what he's asking, I don't. But always somebody wanting to know about race. I guess. <laughs> I guess Carlton's all um, hung up on race. Uh, I, I looked so. at his profile picture. Yeah, and uh, and it's a lion. So I'm not sure what race is that. I don't know. I didn't know lions don't. could have um, no. Facebook pages. <laughs> How about that? Dan says, "Ha ha." Ha ha, doing a great job, Joe. Keeping America informed. Thank you, Dan. Ha ha. That's funny. Um, AJ, carry the one that keeps you straight. Mm, um, mm-hmm. he, he capitalized every other word for some reason. <laughs> okay. Um, Teresa says, I'm glad you have to deal with that guy. Joe Pags, I hear, is a real jerk. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Teresa, That's let me funny. say it again. That's I'm funny. married. Please stop hitting on me. <laughs> Carrie is such a sweetheart. Uh, Threw up a little bit on that one. Um, Tony says she's easier to look at than you, so post more of Carrie. No. Uh, Doug says you're one blessed dude to be working with Carrie and Karina Joe. Pags and Polo will always have a good bodyguard around. See, Polo's the bodyguard, it turns out. Okay, like that. Uh, Charles says Carrie's beauty matches her voice. Not sure if that's good hey, or bad, to be honest with you. It's good. I'm, I'm not sure what say, that means. You can take it either way. It's a good thing. I'm going to call it a compliment. You can take it either, either way. It's a good thing, I think. Uh, Marilyn says Karina is a cutie, too. Um, Earl says, can Polo post more Carrie pictures? What does Polo have to do with it? Mm, Polo, did you post know. this one? I don't know. Roland, more Carrie and Karina. Thank you, Joe. No. <laughs> Matt says, dealing with yourself must be the toughest. It is. It's really <laughs> yes, hard. It's really hard to deal with me. Martin says, Joe, it's more likely, more like they have to deal with you mm. on a daily basis. But hey, love you like a brother. Hello. Laugh out loud. Martin, see, here's the real rule in the internet world. Um, if you're not really laughing out loud, don't write LOL. <laughs> He can if he wants to. No, 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 no. He is. You no, don't know. Rule on he's my not show. laughing out loud. Literally. You say LOL. I want you. <laughs> I want to. I want to hear you laughing maybe, out loud. If not, if not, right. I want to laugh out loud. Maybe I W L O L. But you're not really LOL. But you don't know that. Larry says that Carrie is a hottie. You got something uh, wrong? What? You need to blow your nose again. Tina right? says, "Hi, Joe." Oh, <laughs> you don't Hi, say it like that. Lisa says, it's a pleasure to listen to you every day. Very nice to see you all. It's a pleasure for you to be listening to us. I agree. Uh, Priscilla says, glad to see the faces that go with the voices. Hugh says, polo, uh, it's something in Spanish, I guess. Or or it's, it could be something nasty. I'm not going to read it. Uh, Myron says, so you have to deal with yourself. That must be interesting. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Uh, Chuck says, Carrie is beautiful. Chuck, Dr. Manrique, again. Hey, can we hey. Reach that? What? Again, why with the eye What's doctor that? thing? No, 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 no. I, it's not I, funny. I think the doctor's great. It's not funny. He is. He's awesome. Last comment. Uh, Tom says, well, hello, ladies. You too, <laughs> hello, Joe. Hello, Tom. Yeah, there you go. It's done. I'm just going to take that picture down. Don't do that. One person actually shared it. Was that you? Um, no, well, I haven't shared it. Just some dude, Mike, shared our picture. Okay, well, that's cool. Dude, Mike, share like, away. I love to put on my Facebook today. Let me share this thing. <laughs> Nothing wrong with now, that. Carrie, if you're if you're a real team member, if you really cared about the show, you'd share it on your on your. Fan you know page. what? I'm going then to do that. Then you have the people on the fan page. Karina would do the same thing. And then I Polo, shall. he's got. This is the way Polo deals with Facebook. I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. It's what is it? 300 uh, friends you have on Facebook, Polo. Uh, I don't know. Got 300? No, don't, don't say you don't know. Because what he does, he gets up to 500, then he pairs it back down to like 300. 
I can and it's all know. and it's all pretty good looking women, and they all think they're dating him. Oh, uh, no, come on. They're no. all convinced that they're in a relationship with Polo. <laughs> I have eight hundred and sixty. Eight sixty, huh? Yeah. I and how many that. of those? How many of those are good looking women? I don't know. Eight hundred forty six. <laughs> right. Well, I guess let me see. There's, there's how many you. think that you're dating them right now? Currently. <laughs> Probably none of them. Oh, come on. 11? Don't embarrass him. Maybe. Don't embarrass him. Is he turning red again? Is he tomato face again? <laughs> no. Maybe. Polo, seriously. Polo turns the reddest of anybody I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Don't look at him right now. Don't look at him. Oh, Polo, see? Take a picture. Let's post that one. There you go. Polo, if you could, during the break, could you get another bathroom uh, uh, selfie? They, they seem to like that one. Sure. <laughs> I do that. It's uh, 1-800-383-9624. Stay here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Show glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks. Let me go to Liz in New Orleans. Liz, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Joe. Hi, Carrie. I have one additional comment. When your hospice worker called in, and her comment was about seatbelts and helmet laws. Yeah. uh, The conversation sort of went off on that tangent. In um, the late 70s, Louisiana instituted a helmet law, and I was all up on my shoulders about that and said, if you don't wear a helmet, you don't have a brain that's worth protecting. So, you know, it shouldn't be a law. Until I saw how many people got so seriously injured and were in hospitals for weeks and weeks and months and months at a time on my dime since they were uninsured and I was working and I was paying for their hospital care. Well, it's already against the law for them to be riding down the road uh, uninsured. So, I mean, they, they were already, you know, breaking the law there. But I got to tell you that the insurance implications, I don't think, are more important than my freedom and my liberty. I don't want the government to tell me that they have to protect me from me. I mean, a financial implication for other people, I hear you and I get that angle. But uh, for me, it's more about freedom and liberty and the government not telling me that if I want to take a chance and not wear a helmet, and I always wear my helmet, but if I want to not wear that helmet, that's on me. And more times than not, and this is not hoping for this because I'm a motorcycle rider. But more times than not, if you're not wearing a helmet and you crash, you die. So, um, you know, that's that's you taking your own life in your own hands. Now, when it comes to, like, a kid who's under 18 years old riding on the back of a motorcycle or on a bike or wearing a seatbelt, I'm all for making sure that they, we have laws that say they have to be buckled in or they have to wear helmets because they're not of the age to take care of that themselves. But once they hit 18, I think it's up to them. If they want to be stupid, they can be stupid. And, again, the financial implications aren't important enough for me to get rid of my freedom and liberty. Thanks, Joe. We enjoy the show here. How do you hear me in New Orleans? Because I don't think we're on in New Orleans, are we? No. um, I'm listening to you on the internet, and uh, the the station that I listen to frequently, you're buffed for New Orleans Pelicans basketball. And it's a treat for me to hear you live. I usually hear you late, late at night. Well, I, I love you, Liz. I appreciate you. Thank you. Look at that. There you go. That's awesome. You know, they should just stop playing Pelicans basketball and just... Run the show. Exactly. It's a big fat duh, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. All right, so Hillary Clinton, when she was the first lady, I guess didn't know this, and when she was the, um, the, the senator from New York, I guess she didn't know this, that when you did official U.S. government business, you were to do it on official U.S. government email 
because then the emails will be public record and available for us, the people, we the people, that employ you. She didn't do that. Oh, yeah, no, was caught. We'll talk more about that tomorrow when we'll have more time. Right now, pop culture. Back up. Dirty pop. Back up. All right, Paula, what's going on, dude? All right, so you said you watched that show Shark Tank, right? Yes, love love the Shark Tank. Okay, so if I say the name Robert, is it Herjavec? Uh, I think it's Herjavec is how he Herjavec. says it. Herjavec, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, he is getting a divorce from his wife, Diane. I guess it's police. Huh. Did yeah. not know that he was even married. I don't know. Yeah, they, they've already been legally separated. They were married back in 1990 and have three kids together. And How much does he get at the pony up, does it say? He's it, rich. It, it doesn't say, but it does say that his net worth is in the nine figures. So It's in the nine figures, so he's, he's looking at hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. Um, I think he made $300 million on one deal. So, I mean, she's going to walk away with a with a pretty penny. Right, but I'm sure there's also a big, long line that's going to be, you know, starting for the next one. Well, I would imagine that right. he probably would be attractive. He's not a bad-looking dude. And, oh, did I mention he's loaded full of money? Yes. Well, he, for how long? We'll see. All right. Very good. There you go. On that note, out of here. Back tomorrow. Same time, same place for the entire crew. Pags out. See you tomorrow. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hello. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.